0: Hello and welcome to episode 787 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. It is my pleasure to be with you this morning. My name is Terence M. Stanton. We are recording on Sunday, January 28th, 2024, in the year of our Lord Jesus Christ. A very Merry Christmas to you once again. Let us begin with the great saint and doctor of the church. Alphonsus Liguori's Sunday Prayer to the Most Blessed Virgin Mary to obtain the forgiveness of our sins. Behold, O Mother of God, at thy feet a miserable sinner, a slave of hell who has recourse to thee and trusts in thee. I do not deserve that thou shouldest even look at me, but I know that thou, having seen thy son die for the salvation of sinners, hast the greatest desire to help them. I hear all call thee the refuge of sinners, the hope of those who are in despair, and the help of the abandoned. Thou art then my refuge, my hope, and my help. Thou hast to save me by thy intercession. Help me for the love of Jesus Christ. Extend thy hand to a miserable creature who has fallen, and recommends himself to thee. I know that thy pleasure is to help a sinner to thy utmost. Help me, therefore, now that thou canst do so. By my sins I have lost divine grace, and with it my soul." i now place myself in thy hands. Tell me what I must do to recover the favor of my Lord, and I will immediately do it. He sends me to thee that thou mayest help me, and he wills that I should have recourse to thy mercy, that not only the merits of thy son, but also that thy intercession may help me to save my soul. To thee then I have recourse. Do thou who prayest for so many others pray also to Jesus for me. Ask him to pardon me, and he will forgive me. Tell him that thou desirest my salvation, and he will save me. Show how thou canst enrich those who trust in thee. Amen. Thus I hope, thus may it be. Today, friends, I want to take a look at an article entitled Marian Devotion in a Church Eclipse by the wonderful Catholic priest, Father David Nix. It is available for your perusal at PadrePeregrino.org. And I highly recommend Father Nix's podcasts as well. Begins with a quote from Our Lady of La Salette, which, I may add, is an approved Marian apparition. Don't pay any attention to Marian apparitions unless they're approved by the local bishop. And it might get some people angry at me, but that's okay. Garabandal is not approved by the church. Medjugorje is not approved by the church. I was very disappointed to see Bishop Strickland go to Medjugorje. I'm normally um, a supporter of Bishop Strickland. He seems relatively orthodox, but his decision to go to Medjugorje, uh uh-uh, no good. Stay away from Garabendal, stay away from Medjugorje. They are not approved apparitions. But as I mentioned, this is approved, Our Lady of La Salette. The Blessed Mother said, the church will be in eclipse, the world will be in dismay. Rome will lose the faith and become the seat of Antichrist. And Father Nick says, Mary said the above words in a Vatican-approved apparition from the 19th century. There's a lot of debate in the Catholic world today about this. In the year 2000, Catholic Answers had an article claiming it was misused by post-Vatican II traditionalists. Quote, what is absurd is the radical traditionalist claim that the alleged prophecy of Our Lady of La Salette may be applied to Rome today. Radical traditionalists often seem to have a defective understanding of what counts as apostasy. It is much more than tepid or weak faith. It is more than just accepting ideas contrary to the Catholic faith. That's what heresy is. Apostasy constitutes a full repudiation of the faith so that one no longer considers oneself a Christian, end quote. Father Nix continues by saying, I would have agreed with them 25 years ago, but after the Pachamama worshiping event in Rome in 2018, and Fiducia Sodomans, it's Fiducia Supplican, I believe, but Father Nix is obviously doing a play on words here. Coming out of the Vatican in 2024, we need to go a little deeper into the Bible and the saints to figure out what this eclipse is and how to navigate it at a practical level. Our Lord said about the end of the world in Matthew 24, 29, Immediately after the tribulation of those days, the sun will be darkened. According to the Church Fathers, this applies to the actual sun before Christ returns. But St. Augustine also spoke of a great apostasy at the, at the end of the world, befalling the final Catholics. Quote, The sun, that is, the Church, shall be darkened, because in those tremendous tribulations and temptations which shall be in the end of the world, Many who had seemed as bright and as firm as the sun and the stars shall fall away from the faith and the state of grace. End quote. St. Augustine, letter number 80 to Heischium, I believe. It's spelled H-E-S-Y-C-H-I-U-M. As most of you know, the church fathers also refer to Christ as the sun and to Mary as the moon. This is because Christ is the source of all grace and Mary is the clearest and brightest reflection of God's grace to all of mankind. It's a mixed analogy to apply this to the prophecy of La Salette. Why? Because it's obviously not Mary who is blocking the visibility of the church and the current crisis. If the clergy actually prayed the rosary and listened to Mary, the destroyer of all heresies, we would not be in this train wreck of debates on doctrine and liturgy. However, if you will overlook the above mixed analogy, I think there is something very significant about the fact that the church fathers spoke of Mary as the moon and St. Augustine predicted at the end of the world, many who had seemed as bright and as firm as the sun and the stars shall fall away from the faith and a state of grace. And Our Lady of La Salette later predicted a time of an eclipse of the church and... Today, most priests and bishops are teaching heresy in one form or another. In fact, I challenge my readers to email me the name of one ordinary in the world who holds or teaches the infallible dogma of Extra Ecclesia nulla Salis. An ordinary is a bishop leading a geographical diocese. That means outside of the church, there is no salvation. Thus, Archbishop Viganot and Bishop Williamson are not ordinaries, even though they are bishops. Before we put all this together, consider how St. Louis de Montfort wrote that the final saints would be the most devoted to Mary in all of church history. He wrote, quote, I said that this will happen especially towards the end of the world and indeed soon because Almighty God and his Holy Mother are to raise up great saints who will surpass in holiness most other saints as much as the cedars of Lebanon tower above little shrubs. These great souls, filled with grace and zeal, will be chosen to oppose the enemies of God who are raging on all sides. They will be exceptionally devoted to the Blessed Virgin. Illumined by her light, guided by her spirit, they will give battle, overthrowing and crushing heretics and their heresies, schismatics and their schisms, idolaters and their idolatries, sinners and their wickedness. St. Louis de Montfort. True Devotion to Mary, Numbers 47 and 48. When St. Louis de Montfort wrote that over 200 years ago, he did not know that Our Lady of Fatima, 100 years after his death, would predict that the final heretics would be found in the ranks of bishops and cardinals and perhaps higher of the Catholic Church. But St. Louis did seem to know the final saint's need or excuse me, would need Mary to navigate around untold numbers of heresies. Again, he prophesied these great souls, filled with grace and zeal, will be chosen to oppose the enemies of God who are raging on all sides. They will be exceptionally devoted to the Blessed Virgin. Illumined by her light, they will give battle, overthrowing and crushing heretics and their heresies. In this video, and a hyperlink is given at the PadrePeregrino.org website, I believe there's very strong research and evidence by Catholic attorneys that the third secret of Fatima was apostasy from the top down. That means especially the hierarchy, and we clergy are supposed to constitute the most prominent aspect of the visibility of the Catholic Church, according to many Catholic theologians. Although Christ's love and grace is obviously not missing from the earth in our current church crisis, this night of heresy and apostasy, impeding the visibility of the church, is probably tantamount to the eclipse predicted at La Salette. And what is the brightest guide at night? The moon, who the fathers say is analogous to the Immaculate Virgin Mary. Thus, the holy Theotokos will be the best, and possibly only, guide to Jesus Christ and the darkness of heresy challenging the final saints. The final saints will be the most Marian in history. This isn't said just to drum up a sweet devotion, but rather because Mary is the illuminator of her son, the truth, and she is also the extinguisher of all heresies. What does this mean practically for you? It means praying your rosary daily, in this unprecedented eclipse of the hierarchy may be more important to your family's salvation than any other time in the Catholic Church's 2,000-year history. I'll say that again. It means praying your rosary daily in this unprecedented eclipse of the hierarchy may be more important to your family's salvation than any other time in the Catholic Church's 2,000-year history. Please think well on that, my dear friends. And let's take up Father David Nix on his sagacious advice and pray that rosary every single day without fail. Especially fathers and grandfathers of families, it is your duty to lead your wives, your kids, your grandkids in that rosary. Do it every single day, at least five decades Let us conclude, my friends, by once again mentioning helping autism through learning and outreach available on the web at halo-soma.org. That's H-A-L-O-S-O-M-A.org. Please tune into episodes 277 and 548 of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast and share them far and wide. Those episodes and the website have to do with RPM. That is an acronym for Rapid Prompting Method a system of communication for non-speakers. Before my niece was about eight years old, we didn't even know her favorite color. Now, thanks to God's grace, her hard work, and the hard work of her family, working through RPM, we know that she's a comprehensive genius who can compose music. She's a great poet, very skilled in regards to mathematics. She even knows foreign languages. How many more people like her are out there? Thousands, tens of thousands? hundreds of thousands, only the good Lord knows. RPM has been as big of a breakthrough for non-speakers as sign language was in terms of being able to communicate for the deaf, or you can also point to Braille in terms of being able to read for the blind. It's that massive. Imagine how sad and frustrated you would be if you had all these ideas, all these thoughts in your mind that you wanted to communicate, but you couldn't do it. That's why we need RPM. Communication is a human right. May God richly bless you for doing your part to tell others about RPM. And thank you so much for listening to this episode of the Our Lady of Fatima podcast. Don't forget to pray the rosary every single day. Please say an Ave Maria for me, and I will talk to you again very soon. Goodbye, and God love you.